This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 68. Hi, this is Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. So you've joined a tennis team. You've been a really good tennis team member, and now they've asked you to captain the team. Should you take on that job? And if you do, how can you make sure you're a great team captain? In this episode of Tennis Quick Tips, I'll give you my best tips for being a great tennis team captain. Once you join a tennis team, it doesn't take long before you're asked to be the captain of the team. In fact, I've even had the experience of joining a tennis team as the captain. Now, this was a team where I already knew most of the players and actually played with them on other teams. And the captain was an older lady who was having some medical issues. So at the time, that didn't seem weird or awkward. But my point is that the captain of a tennis team is not necessarily the best or most experienced player. A lot of times, the captain is the team member who just happens to be willing to take on the captaining duties. So when your day comes and you've agreed to be the captain, how can you make sure you do a good job for your team? Well, here are my tips for being a great tennis team captain. Number one, familiarize yourself with all tennis and league rules. If you haven't done this already, you will have to do it now. Part of being a captain is making sure the rules are followed, and this may mean you have to resolve an on-court dispute on behalf of your team. Most league matches are not officiated, and if the players on the court cannot resolve a dispute, they may turn to their captains. So you need to learn the rules now before those disputes arise, and then be prepared to back up your team members when necessary. And by back up, I don't mean cheat. I mean help your team members properly apply the rules, even if that means it doesn't go in your team's favor. As a corollary to this tip, be sure to keep a copy of the rules of tennis, the code, and your league rules in your tennis bag at all times so you can be sure of exactly what the rules say for your particular situation. Number two, let your team members know what your goals for the team are. If you just want to have fun and the team is going to be laid back and relaxed, let everyone know. If you're hoping to win your division, move up in the rankings, or desperately need to make points just to stay where you are, tell your team members. It not only helps explain what your strategy is, it also lets people know whether or not this is the right team for them. When team members don't understand why they're being put in a particular spot on the lineup or why the lines are being played the way you're playing them, it can cause misunderstandings, hurt feelings, or even worse. Number three. In doubles play, try to pair people up on a regular basis. No matter how compatible two players are, it can take a few games for them to figure each other out. And by that time, they may be down too far to come back. 
The more players can partner up, the better their results should be. While it may not be possible for each member of your team to have a regular partner, try to form groups within the team and partner up within those groups. So you might have four players who usually play at line one or two, and those four can pretty much expect to play with each other each week. Number four, keep everyone informed. Let your team members know what's going on so they feel included and can contribute in every way possible. Be sure they have a roster and know everyone's name and phone number, especially their cell phone number. And tell them to keep these numbers in their tennis bags for emergencies. Let each member know when and where the team is playing each week so they can make plans. Get the lineups out ASAP to avoid last minute changes and possible forfeits. And definitely keep them all updated on how the team is doing each week and where you stand in the rankings so no one is surprised or disappointed at the end of the season. Number five, make it fun. Even when your team is at the bottom of its division, especially when it's at the bottom, make sure everyone is having fun and feeling appreciated. If team members don't enjoy themselves, even when they're losing, they'll find some other team where they do have a good time. So have a team name, have a uniform, have lunch together, have an end of season party, give out your own end of season awards. I know these suggestions are probably more likely to happen with ladies who play during the day, but as the captain, try to do whatever you can to develop some camaraderie among your team members. This will not only help make playing league tennis fun, but it will help ensure that you retain team members for future seasons. Number six, be there for your team. This seems like the easy step, but it can often be the most difficult. As team captain, you should really try to be available at every match. Of course, you may not be able to be there on court each and every week. You may actually have to do something not pertaining to tennis every once in a while. But most of the time, you should be there to support and help your team. Your team needs you not just to keep track of the score sheet. Team members may also need you to resolve disputes and to handle the opposing team's captain and members. Well, those are my best captaining tips. Now, before I wrap up this episode, I wanted to talk about some of my own experiences with tennis captaining. In my recent year in survey, several of you told me that you wanted to hear about my personal tennis experiences, and I am more than happy to talk about them here because a lot of them involve lessons I've learned the hard way or things I wish someone had told me about early on in my tennis career. So here's what I guess I would call my bonus tip for dealing with tennis team captains, and that is be nice to your captain. Yes, please be nice to your tennis team captain because it's really hard to be a captain. I'm not currently a tennis team captain because it is truly a lot of work. But I have captained numerous teams in the past and I promise you sometimes there's a lot more to captaining than just setting up the lineup each week. Sometimes the captain has to figure out the lineup using players who don't get along or don't play well together. Sometimes the captain has to accommodate players who have weird schedules or make strange demands. 
Sometimes the captain has to pay all of the league fees out of his or her own pocket because the league will only accept one check per team. And then the captain has to hope that he or she gets fully reimbursed from all of the team members. And usually he or she doesn't. Sometimes half the team leaves town all at the same time to go to a tennis camp. And the captain has to try to come up with a lineup that works and won't result in forfeiting a bunch of lines. All of these things have happened to me, and I can tell you they aren't easy to deal with. There's a lot of thinking and planning and strategizing involved in captaining that many team members will never even see. So while I'm not saying that you should never express an opinion to your captain or ask any questions about what the plan for the team is, be aware that captaining a tennis team can mean balancing many competing interests And what might be the best thing for you and your tennis game might not be the best thing for the team as a whole, at least not that week. So, to conclude, please be nice to your tennis team captain. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Tennis Quick Tips. I'll have all the show notes for this episode over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips68. And I'd like to take just a minute to thank all of you for listening to Tennis Quick Tips. I love putting this podcast out because it helps my tennis game also. If you haven't had a chance already, I hope you'll take just a minute or two to leave a review and a rating over on iTunes. Reviews for the podcast on iTunes are so helpful and they're greatly appreciated. They do matter in the rankings of the show and I do read each and every one of them and would love to share them here on the show. You can find the Tennis Quick Tips iTunes page and leave your review by going to tennisfixation.com slash iTunes. Please feel free to email me with your tennis questions or if you have suggestions about what you'd like to hear on Tennis Quick Tips. You can always reach me at kim at tennisfixation.com. All of my contact info, other Tennis Quick Tips episodes, and a ton of other great tennis tips can be found at tennisfixation.com. Thanks for listening and happy tennis.